0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of Back to Basics, Reconnecting to the Essence of You. I have with me on the show someone very special. It's the third Venezuelan I'm interviewing on my show, and I'm super excited, although she is an international actress, TV personality, talk show host, author, human rights advocate, and philanthropist. Hello, Luisa to Back to Basics.
1: Hi, Leticia. How are you? I am so happy to be in your podcast. Thank you for the
0: invitation. Well, I'm very honored and humbled. And although we are both Venezuelan, I know you, you know, you have been in Oscar uh, winning films. You've done so much. You are advocating for human rights. And I, I just feel we're going to be able to talk about so much that I'm super excited. And I have to make sure that I we don't go into three hours of talking because I feel <laughs> I can do that with you very easily.
1: <laughs> oh, thank you. And, you know, I really love the name of your show. And I really, I was listening to your podcast and um, I love it. I love it because I do believe that right now, we are going back to basics. Uh, thank you so much
0: for that and and it, it really means a lot because when I when I came up with this name, you know, um obviously it was way before this pandemic, but I guess something was calling there and the the most beautiful thing that has happened to me through the podcast is meeting people like you i'm I'm getting familiar with so many people out there that besides doing what they do which you know you have a full-time job you have your own tv show you you're an actress and then you write books we're going to talk about your newest book which is called sexy is timeless which is a fantastic title by the way too (laughs) and um It really is about being confident about one's own self-worth. And of course, we're going to let you talk about it. But first, I want to know about, you know, the beginnings. I always get so inspired by the story about your childhood, my guest's childhood, and what you, you were passionate about. And obviously, if that involves my beloved country of Venezuela, this is even,
1: you know, a great, great reward for me on this show. Yes. Well, I grew up in Venezuela in Sucre State. Yo soy de Carúpano. Yo soy de la costa. I am from the coast. Wow, that's great. I'm from yeah. the city,
0: so that makes me boring and makes her very very <laughs> exotic, by the way.
1: <laughs> oh, Venezuela. I miss my country, it's such a beautiful country. But this is another show. Yes, right? yes, this we're definitely so going to do
0: one on that. It's a deal.
1: Yeah, this is another show, but uh, I grew up with my grandparents. In Venezuela, which I adore my grandparents, and my grandmother has 15 children. Oh my god, one five plus she raised me, so I was the child number 16. Wow, can that you, is amazing! Can you believe it? And uh, so I grew up and with a lot of uncles and aunties, and I was the baby. I grew up one of my favorite holiday was Christmas because everybody comes to my grandmother home and we all cook and we drink wine. And it was just such a beautiful, beautiful experience, beautiful memories. And we put music. My grandmother was the first one to start dancing. And we just the family, my uncles and uh, they love music. So they start playing Los Aguinaldos. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, <laughs> it's
0: like our carols, like our Christmas carols, a little bit more uh, <laughs> a
1: upbeat. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I had these beautiful memories and due to that beautiful memories, I, I have now that I am Mary, I create my own Christmas, uh, trying to, T- trying to make it a little bit my childhood memories. But I can tell you about my childhood. I always was, I was a child that loved to read. Mm-hmm. I was just loved to read for so, no reason. I remember that my grandmother were always find me reading a book. I remember that I guess uh, my favorite book was a geographic dictionary. And it was so like a little bit like, um, you know, when you use a book so much and they have all these notes where the countries that I want to visit. Mm-hmm. I was so fascinated by other countries, other cultures, and also, one of the books I was so fascinated by was Connie Mendes. Te acuerdas de Connie Mendes? Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was, uh, I love to read about Connie Mendes. I, and I wanted to, for some reason, I wanted to learn, to grow. And I always thought there was more out there, more out there for me. I always felt like um, I come from a huge family, and I was the first one that. The first one to go to college, the first one to graduate, the first one to move to another country, the first one that so was, I was so bold, but I just felt I was something bigger and better. And uh, I was, I want to learn, I wanted to to see what that was. When I was in a school, I remember that when a The teachers, they will always choose me when there was someone to speak in front of the class or for an acto nacional, international. They will always choose me for all these little events that the school has. They will say, oh, we need someone to speak. Luisa. And I was like, I was so upset. I was like, why they always choose me? I don't want to do it. Uh They already had seen something. They had already identified your, your strengths. Yes. And I was get upset and I go to my grandmother, like I was maybe like eight years old, but I was to my grandmother. It's like, why do you always choose me? I don't want to speak. And uh, in front of the class. But yes, and I think it they did so, that uh, and that has been my passion, that had been my true passion is being a TV host, speaking in front of, in, in front of people. Um, I won my first beauty pageant. You know, we, we are all uh, doing beauty pageants in Venezuela. And I did seven. Well, sorry, page- sorry.
0: Let me say we are not all doing I, I, I <laughs> have never been able to do a beauty pageant. You're gorgeous and beautiful. And yes, we have amazing and beautiful women in Venezuela. But don't don't take credit away because no, we cannot all do a beauty pageant.
1: <laughs> well, I did. Uh, my first beauty pageant was like I was eight years old. I was my first beauty pageant. And then I, I went to do all the like 10 other different pageants. And uh, so yeah, I was uh, and I even had the honor to represent um Venezuelan in an and international passion and mrs globe so which is huge, well, I mean, as a fellow
0: Venezuelan, I feel honored to have you on my show because we to give some perspective to people i mean. People know that we have a lot of beauty queens, but even as little girls, I remember me, my sister and my mom in, you know, every international pageant, like Miss Venezuela International, Miss International, Miss World, Miss Universe. We would sit in front of the TV with a little notebook and we would keep track of the scores of each participant to see where Venezuela was in the, <laughs> in, the in the, in the pageant. And it was a big affair for us. So this is something that I we follow.
1: It was, it was. And now we have so many different budget. But the passion for us, uh, I remember that was different than now it is right now. Because um, like the beauty queen in Venezuela, we really get prepared, not only from the outside, but in the inside. Because you need to be able to have an education. You need to be able to know how to answer every question because you have a, you are an ambassador, you are representing, you are representing an, an organization, you are representing yourself. And when you go international, you are representing a country. So they really give you, I can t- talk only for myself. I I think in my training, it really helped me in my life and helped me with my confidence. And so, but things are changing right now, but that was my beautiful experience about passion. I can tell you, but my passion always has been being uh, in front of the camera, darling. I think that has been mostly my passion. And, and I've been doing, I have been so blessed that I always has been doing what I love to do. And
0: that is fantastic. That's why you make a perfect guest for this podcast, because, you know, one of my purposes with it is I always say that I like to prove the impossible possible. And uh, people that have heard the podcast knows that I try to give examples. And the one I always give is, you know, I met my husband on match.com because that 15 Uh years ago seems pretty impossible. (laughs) (laughs) And yet it happened, you know, so for you and, and, and you know, the, the stigma, unfortunately, that a lot of times, you know, there's around, oh, how am I going to be a beauty queen? What am I going to what, what I'm going to do with life if I let my daughter be that? And then you have done so much with your life and you created such a powerful career and you have a platform in which you're advocating, which we're going to talk about, you know, domestic violence and, and really human rights. That yeah. y- you prove that something that seems impossible is indeed possible if you pursue your passion.
1: Totally. And I come from very humble beginnings, Leticia. And um, so I have worked very hard and I still I do. But, you know, my work, it has been improving myself. I I do believe that it is not your mother's fault uh, where you're coming from fault. It is what you can do with yourself. I totally believe that. And I do believe that if I didn't have the opportunities, I go and find those opportunities because we cannot spend our life blaming someone else for the things that we want in our life. So for some reason, Leticia, I ordered do this very early in my life. And I think one of the reasons I already do this was because I always was fascinated about learning about who I was. And uh, and one of the books that I used to read, as I mentioned before, was Connie Mendez, that they really looked, made you to look into yourself, made look to look in that they. The power lies within you, and nobody else. And and then I tried to understand that since I was even it it was as early like maybe like thirteen years old, and uh, and that's what it really helped me, and to be who I am today, to accomplish the things I have accomplished, and I've been been really fascinated by. I'm fascinated by the brain I'm fascinated by our mind. I'm fascinated that we human beings are absolutely do not appreciate that the strength the truly strength it is within us and if we should if we really pay a little to more attention um I think it will do so much better. We, have, we human beings, because we have so much power. So one of the things that I learned was that our thoughts, our thoughts can be our worst enemy. It can be really our worst enemy. And one of the things that we can do is to become aware of our thoughts. And when you... Trying to really understand that, then it's like a, you become like a little policeman in your own and your own head and your own brain, and it's not easy to do, Letícia. It's not totally easy to do. It is extremely difficult because you know, as you know, it is uh, the hardest thing is to look into ourselves and to improve ourselves because. It's very easy to blame someone else for our mistakes. It's very easy to tell the world that I didn't do this or I cannot do this because somebody else didn't allow me to. It's very, very easy to do that. But the hardest thing is to look into yourself and say, hey, listen, it was not. It's not it. Be careful what your thoughts. Become aware. Become that policeman. And start seeing, wait a minute, I'm, I'm being a judgmental human being right now. That's not good to be my true potential. You know, what do I'm doing? Do I'm taking time to think about before I speak? So, all the things I learn, and I even learning, I am still learning because you never stop learning. I never want to stop learning. And one another books that I'm reading, which I Totally recommend. I love Dr. Uh, Chopra. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, Deepak Chopra. Yes, Deepak Chopra. I love him. And I'm sure, darling, you've read The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success.
0: Yeah, I'm a big fan. I'm even watching him live. He's going live a lot during this pandemic on LinkedIn and, and Facebook. So I'm actually find myself cooking while I listen to Deepak
1: Chopra. Oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> yes, and me too. Me too. I do the trying to do every day. I try to, to go back to do meditation. So believe it or not, I know we have been through such a difficult time right now with the pandemic. But the silver lining of the pandemic is to really go back to basic. I like that. <laughs> yes, go back to basic, darling. And what I mean go back to basic, go back to your truly self. What is it truly important to you? Family, your loved one. That's what is it truly important. And yourself, get to know yourself. Maybe you, you know how many people are doing a job that they hate, right? So it's like a lot of people during this pandemic, they start shifting, you know, their passion. Now they have uh, a lot of people, they have their business owners, they come out with some ideas, they come out with some following their passion, they have a, a business online. So it has been like a shift to go back to basic. And I think that had been a silver lining of all these really, you know, I, lesson I do not even know I say what God want us to learn from all of this you know what humanity need to learn are we ruining really, are we really running away so much from humanity from each other that God has to send us such a you know a test that strong for us to really wake up So I think about all of this, you know, so I know everybody doesn't believe in God, but I do believe in God. I think it was our God in my life. I would not be able to be the woman that I am because I came to this country alone. I didn't have no families and no friends. And how old were you? Sorry, Luisa, because I think that's uh, great to take us
0: into your life in the U.S. How old were you when you moved? Well, I was uh, on my 20s.
1: Okay, in your 20s. So you were already, you know, a young woman. Yes, I was in my 20s. And um, I was, it was, I didn't know how to speak English, darling. So it was the hardest challenge I ever faced in my life, going to college and learning English at the same time.
0: Yeah, that, that is tough.
1: It was so tough. And I can say to you that I used to wake up at five o'clock in the morning and I used to make my own, um, you know, like cassette because it was cassette by then. Like um, a
0: tape. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're, you're own, you made your own tape about the
1: in English. Vocabularios for, uh, for the vocabulary, the uh-huh. pronunciation, and all of that, trying to learn English. I, I remember that I used to sit on those books and cry because... I couldn't understand. And um, my first class, and that's what I, I totally believe in kindness. In my first class, I never forget this this um, professor, Luciano, Dr. Luciano. She was my t- uh, my teacher, my math teacher. And, um, and I, I just hear her and I just hear a noise. I was like, oh, my gosh. And no, it's because I couldn't order say anything hmm. but I was so focused and i studied so hard and I took advantage of, of the teachers' hours I took advantage of any time that the teacher have I was the the first one to be there I think the teacher will look at me and run oh <laughs> who is coming here again <laughs> 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 because I was that committed. I was just, I was hungry. I wanted to learn. I was not going to give up. So she, I started so hard. In one day we have a quiz. And, and she said, the teacher said, oh, we have a quiz. I was like, oh, my God. I almost have a panic attack. And, uh, and then she said, "Don't, no, no, don't go away, Luisa. It's a quiz. It's only five questions. So I knew it because, you know, math is very universal and I knew it and I study every single day. So, but I have to read in Spanish, translate in English, then trying to find out the, the meaning, you know, when you're doing calculus and statistics, is not very easy. So, yeah. so I said, so I was able to answer only one question and the teacher said, okay, time up. Everybody give the test. And I was like, no, no. And she said, Luisa, give me your test. And I said, no, no, I didn't finish. And she said, it's okay. Give me your test. So I gave the test and I get out of the classroom and I went outside and I was crying. And I was, I felt I was going to have a heart attack. I felt like, oh my God, we're not going to be able to do this. And you know, like you feel that sometimes you cannot be able to do things. I felt like that, and I thought, oh my God. And this teacher, she came out and she said to me, Luisa, are you okay? So when she said, are you okay? I start crying, oh, and, oh <laughs> I know, I know, I know how, I know how to answer, I just need a little bit of time, please. And she, she saw, I think she saw the, the desperation on me and my eyes, and I was like I didn't know what to do and then she gave me a hug oh my god when she gave me a hug I cried on her shoulder and she said to me Luisa I know you're working so hard don't worry do you know that you have here and um, here in the, the university there is a lounge for international students and you can take your test there and you can take all the time so I'm going to put your test there. Oh, my God. I didn't know about that. Wow.
0: I, I didn't know about that. I, I wonder know. if my university had that because I struggled on my
1: first test with exactly the but, same thing. Oh, my God. I did it. <laughs> and so what I'm sharing with you, this story is that act of kindness is stay with me forever. And because that teacher gave me, she really t- told me, like, you can do this, Luisa. I see you working so hard, you know. Each I stick and I never, never stop. And I graduated with a bachelor in business, was in concentration in international marketing, and uh, it was the happiest day of my life when I. That so. is amazing,
0: yeah. That is amazing, and more, more amazing is that the. That yeah, yeah, I, I, everywhere uh, in all the material I read, you, you're right. You, you mentioned that, that you celebrate kindness and you're very aware and mindful of uh, acts of kindness. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of where we have gotten lost is in that, that we are letting our brain rule rather than our heart. And okay. uh, when we are motivated by the brain, not that it's a bad thing, it's a powerful tool, but we're completely disregarding our hearts in, in everything we're doing. Tot-
1: totally. I totally agree with you. And I do believe, I celebrate kindness. My organization is called Angels That Empower Other Angels with Broken Wings through the gift of love. I do believe in kindness. I have experienced in my life, Leticia, I have experienced a snowball of kindness being here in my, um, you know, along with our family is not easy. and But I always have been blessed. And maybe that's because my set of mind, maybe because I, I have worked for myself and I still working on myself, that the people that I have drawn into my life, I have been very blessed. I, I always encounter amazing people in my life, amazing people in my life. And I think that's something that, you know when people said, "Oh, there is not good people in the world," and I said, "That's not true. That's not true." I, you know, and that's what I do. Like when I start my first event of Mia like that is the name of my organization. So, yes, um, we want to hear more about yes, that. Yes, Um. So I thought when I was my time to give back to the community. Um. So. I was not in, in LA, I was living in Los Angeles, but before moving to Los Angeles, I know we only have 40 minutes, but before moving to Los Angeles, I was in North Carolina where I have the first all Spanish language television show for the Latin community, which that was a, a really a challenge as well. And I did it pure passion. I just want to provide information to the Latin community and I went to the American network and I said, I would like to do a television show in your network. And they look at me like I was crazy. And, <laughs> and they said, and and what language like, are you going to speak? And I say, in Spanish. And I said, they say, Don't you know that we speak English in this network? Why should I have a, a, <laughs> a Spanish show in my network? And I said, Well, because they." The Latino population, the buying power is $8.8 billion. Would you like to have a slice of that pie? I I got that attention and I got my show at 5.30 in the morning. They called me one time from ABC Affiliated. They called me and they said, well, uh, Luisa, we have a, a slot at 5.30 in the morning. I said, I take it. I take it. And I I I take it and I say, okay, are you ready to to, uh, start next week? I said, oh, sure, sure. (laughs) sure. And I'm sure you had a lot of things to take care of. I said, sure. I said, do you have your guests? Do you have everything? Oh, sure. Yeah, I have everything. (laughs) <laughs> so I'll be there. Okay, I'll be there. Ten o'clock. I'll be there. Yeah, I have two days to put everything together. I put I put my phone down and I say, "Oh my god, what am I going to do?" <laughs> and then so I went out. I I I was so passionate about it that my first um uh, how you said my first advertisement was Time Warner Cable. I sold that show to Taiwaner Cable to put a spot, a commercial spot in my show, a 5 in the money that doesn't exist yet for $500. I never, I never forget that.
0: Wow. Well, and, and, and here I have to, you know, say break because first thing, you know, you just proved you made the impossible possible to me when you tell that story. Is what I always say. I like those stories about the impossible. Like, never would you get a show and it's in Spanish and you're going to an American network. You know how many people would say, she's crazy. She would never get it done. I
1: got that. I got
0: that. (laughs) Yes. And then you got it sold. But those are the stories I love because so many people listening to us out there in this podcast, sometimes they have a great idea and they say, yeah, but really how what are the chances that that's going to happen and they convince themselves that it's not going to happen so every time i have a guest that like you so passionate you're convinced you didn't have everything you needed at that moment but you made it happen and people think they have to have everything ready everything perfect so that their idea can fly and it doesn't work no it
1: doesn't work that way at all and you you really figure, and this is my first show I'm producing, my first show I'm hosting, that is only me. This is my first, you know, I have to produce, I have to host, I have to put everything together. So I when they say yes, I figured it out on the way. And uh, to be honest, um, Leticia, that show becomes so popular at 5.30 in the morning that I was having a rating of 1.1. 1. 1. So the network comes to me, ABC affiliated. he comes to me and says, Luisa, do you know that your rating is 1.1? I have no idea. I said, oh, okay. And, oh, okay, gracias. <laughs> and they, he's like, they are like, do you not know what that means? I said, oh, uh, yeah, what, what does it mean? You got one million and plus people watching your show. Wow, say, that's amazing! And I say, "Oh my God!" So then, um, they they give me a better time slot at ten o'clock in the morning. So, oh. yeah. So what I, I'm sure you like that. Yes. <laughs> and you know, I'm having and I'm owning the show, and because I sell my own commercials and all this, I have to figure it out all those, all of that. So, McDonald's was one of my big sponsors. So now with no money, ceremony of everything, I'm making like thirty to $40,000 per show. Wow. I,
0: That's amazing. Right?
1: And I was like, oh, my God. So and then be constantly in three other different states. So anyway, I wanted to share you that story before I go to L.A., but that was a, a really a great story,
0: and. It's a great story. I love it because it's really the story that makes that, you know, that conviction that you had is I'm sure what propelled everything else and, and I have to say, I mean, you're very humble, but anybody. And there's going to be, of course, the links to Luisa's page. I mean, she has a beautiful Web page. I mean, and you interviewed quite a bit set of personalities. I mean, you you went to L.A. and you definitely are leaving the celebrity world out there being in big movies. So.
1: So how was that L.A. experience? Thank you. Thank um Well, LA experience was, uh, you know, the Hollywood experience, it was great. And I always talk when I go to a speak, I always said, if you are interested in the entertainment industry, you need to be at peace with the word No. <laughs> you, yeah, yeah, I, I yeah, can you see that. You need to be at peace with the word No. And when I arrived to NLA, that was another experience, no family, no friends. So I want to submit my resume. I want to submit my picture to different agency. And in the agency, in the book that says, do not submit yourself. At least you are going to be referred by someone. And I said, who's going to refer me? I have, n- <laughs> I just got here. I do not know nobody. Anyway, I'm going to send it. And I send 100, I don't, I don't uh, forget 150 envelopes with my resume and my picture and my my show and all of that. I did it by hand by then. So one hundred and fifty and I got two phone calls. <laughs> and I yeah, what? I got two phone calls and I got my agency and from that I started going to auditions. I did all of that. Then I got um I work in silver lining playbook with uh Jennifer Lawrence, Bradley Cooper.
0: Yeah, I saw that yeah. picture on your webpage. Yeah. Right? Great
1: picture. <laughs> and I saw, uh, I saw, I have, I work with, and the it was Mark Wahlberg as well, and Robert De Niro. So I got my taste, my taste of the Hollywood, and I did all the ones, independent film as well, and I did other shows. So when my, I, I had my taste of, in the Hollywood scene, and um, it was fun. It was fun. Um, then I wanted to create more. I want to be more in control of my career because unfortunately in the entertainment industry, you are not in control because you never know. You never know what's going to happen, right? So I wanted to be more in control. And I still I st- I still, do acting and all of that. And I still have my, an agent. So I decide I want to give back. I wanted to create an, an organization. And that's when I created my morgela, and I say I wanted to create it for. I love organizing events. I love glam events, beautiful events. So, and I already create in LA a circle of people, a circle of friends, because I used to network a lot. Because networking, we have to put ourselves out there. So, that organization, I wanted to do it for domestic violence survivors. And the reason, and should sure you want to know the story, why I was passionate about, you know, domestic violence survivors. And one of the reasons is because, you know, in my, in Venezuela, in La- most in Latin countries, uh, abuse is sometimes can be seen, it's like normal. Yes. Yes. Our, our, unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, it is the truth. So. I saw my grandfather really, really abusing my grandmother when she was, when I was like five years old. And that took with me forever, but I didn't know how much. So imagine how bad the abuse was, Leticia, that my grandmother was 15 children, no education, no job. She left my grandfather and never looked back. Im- imagine that. Wow! Imagine how that's amazing. So that sometimes we have to sleep on the street. So with that, I partner with an organization with domestic that do an amazing work for domestic violence survivors, and they don't only they are not a shelter; they have a program because I do believe in opportunities. I do believe in opportunity. I do believe in, in a new chapter in your life. So, I love this organization for the work that they are doing and the opportunities they are offering to these amazing ladies. So, I said, I wanted to do this event and I wanted to raise money for your organization. So, they love me. I create my first event and then I create the wrong way of hope that is an empowerment, wrong way where I work with the domestic violence survivors and I really help them to build their self-esteem. Because you know, Hmm. most of the women they think they are not beautiful, they are not worthy. It's because the abuser, the abuser know how to break you down. They really know how to break your self-esteem. So I talk to the ladies trying to build the self-esteem, and then we do the wrong way. Oh my God, Leticia, when I meet the ladies, they are like, ah, oh, see, sí, como bien timidas que no, que no quieren caminar y que no saben como caminar. <laughs> Cuando termino con ellas solamente dos días, in two days, oh my gosh, como estás viendo una Miss Venezuela. Yeah, from very <laughs> shy to <laughs> and Miss Venezuela. And I love the confidence that they project in the wrong way because when they walk the wrong way of hope, I said to them, this is not a regular wrong way. This is not a regular fashion show because they feel like I'm, I'm not like, you know, I'm ugly, I'm not pretty, I'm not model. They say, no, 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 no. This is better because this is a wrong way of hope, of second chances. When you are walking that wrong way, I want you to tell yourself, nobody's going to hit me again. Nobody's going to put me down again. I am beautiful. I am worthy. Oh my God, Leticia, this is, I see the light in their eyes coming alive. And this lady walked the wrong way, so powerful. And that's what they're thinking at that moment. It's so beautiful. And I get so inspired and I love inspiring these women. Oh my god, I love it, and that made me tick. <laughs> wow,
0: well, uh, I can. I, I'm telling you, I'm like, wow, this. And it sounds to me from all the exciting things you've been doing, but you know, coming from a, a beauty queen, someone that has you know done that, I can only imagine what these women feel when they have you empowering them, and teaching them, and supporting them. How rewarding that must feel.
1: Oh, it is so beautiful and and it's really rewarded to me as well, Leticia. I have a great joy, a great joy too. And this is when you find this is when you find that it's your true passion. when you do something that you can do it for free and you just give your time with so much love, without asking uh, nothing and, and without seeing how many hours you are doing it that means that is your passion.
0: Yeah, you're 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 moving with heart. Going back to the idea of the heart and the brain, your your intention is really driven by your heart and by kindness and by doing good and by generosity. So all your you're doing is really, you know, that gets back at you. Someone in this show said it's not about it's not about what you give, it's
1: about what you get back. That's right. That's right. And yeah. And did you, I have a great, great, great satisfaction with my gala. And I hope this year, this year we are not having it. So Leticia, you have to come for next year to our beautiful gala that we just did it last year here. So it's six years. I already have with this organization six years. And we had this amazing event here um, in, New, in Manhattan. We have like 200 people. It was such a beautiful gala. We raised a lot of money for the nonprofit. And um, it sounds like I'm going to be there.
0: I was (laughs) going to say, I don't know where here is, but count me in. And then you say Manhattan. And I'm like, oh, well, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Count me in.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. And, you know, because of COVID, we are not doing the event this year. But next year, God willing, things get better. So we are going to have, it's going to be our A year.
0: Okay. I love it. I love your runway of hope. Yes. And uh, and I know that you're also quite busy because you've written a couple of books, but your latest book is called Sexy Stimeless. Yes. Well, and I think it's so such a great title. I know I said it, but I, I like it. So I want to know more about that.
1: Okay. Well, Sexy Stimeless, you know, I think is first of all, Sexy, the word sexy, it has been misunderstood. The word, because I think se- sexy is something that is appealing, you know? So sexy is timely. It's about eye focus, about redefining what is sexy in this new era of women empowerment. And the woman empowerment right now, I do believe she is sexy because she's confident, because she's knowledgeable, she has a career. Because she's kind, because she really take care of herself. Because I do believe a woman can be feminine and run a multi million dollar business looking fabulous in high heels and lipstick. I do believe that, and I I do believe in embracing individuality. I do believe in laughter and do not taking yourself so serious, so seriously. You know, so. All these assets, the 10 sexy assets that lie within you that have nothing to do with physicality. Don't get me wrong. I like to look fabulous, Leticia.
0: (laughs) I think we all do. We all all try to look as good as we
1: can
0: (laughs) with what we've been given.
1: Yes, we all like to look fabulous and we like to take care of uh, ourselves. But it goes beyond that. And the true... You know, sex is timeless because confidence, it gets better with age, you know, knowledge, kindness. So all these assets that lie within you in embracing who you are, accepting who you are, you know, celebrating that you are a woman, celebrating that you are worthy. So it goes better. It, it is timeless. So that's what is the name is called. Sex is timeless. About the 10th timeless, sexy acids that lie within you. And you can find it in Amazon and you can find it in, um, in my website, luisadias.com. So, yeah, this is the book and I wish that you can read it.
0: uh, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it because, you know, when we first talk in preparation for this interview, we said we have so much in common. And I don't know if you saw, but we also I also co-author a book called Women in Business Leading the Way. And the cover is a pink high heel.
1: (laughs) I love it.
0: Yes. And and it's funny because you're saying this thing and I've said it on the podcast already. But, you know, when they presented the cover to me, I was like even a little bit upset. I'm like, what is this? This is such a cliche, a pink shoe. <laughs> and uh, and then, you know, it's I, I co-authored with 14, 13 other CEOs. And then we all realized we are all. Badass women, excuse in the yes. world. We are powerful. We are CEOs, but we like to look great. We are feminine. So put the pink shoe in there and let's wear pink shoes every time we promote the book. So now we became the pink shoe sisterhood. Love it. I love <laughs> it. And you can be an honorary member because oh. you definitely, everything you said
1: really aligns with that purpose. Wonderful. I would love to be a member. And you know, uh, I do believe in our own power, Leticia. I do believe in that. Our power lies in being a woman. That's where lies our power. Not trying to be a man. No, because we are stronger enough like a man. We have that inner strength, inner strength. We don't have the physical strength, but we have the inner strength. I don't want to have the physical strength as a man. I want to have the inner strength as a man. And we are a smart. We are a strong We are a business woman. We can run a multi-million-dollar business, yet celebrating who we are. That's what I believe.
0: Wow, that's amazing! I couldn't agree more. It's definitely a great time to be a woman, and uh, I will have you on this show again anytime you want because it's such you. You're such an inspiring individual that also with so much nuggets of wisdom I have, I normally write a page of notes for all my guests as they talk and I'm on my second page with you (laughs) so that, you know, so Luisa on, on closing, I want to also give you, you know, uh, the opportunity to, I know you you've been very forward into what makes you tick, what you're excited about. Is there anything in the in the future, anything that you want to share in closing of of what your next
1: projects are, what, what you're excited about at this point? Well, I am very excited about my new show. Uh, it's called Sexy Styless Talk that was born with my about from my book, Sexy Styless. Um, I have a partner, we are three ladies, amazing, amazing ladies, which I wanted to really tell you about about them because I love they are my friends. One of my co-hosts, her name is Samantha, Samantha, Samantha Besudo Drucker. She's a lifestyle genie and she's a co-host of Love and Design. She does any renovations. She has a renovation series and she transforms urban, urban, uh, urban spaces with her husband, who is an architect, Jeffrey Drucker. So, and she, also she's an author and she has her book, 90 Days to Husband Number Two. Oh, wow. It is the, that sounds interesting. Yes, it's a very, very fun book. And her website is Love and Design Project. And my other co host is Dylena. Dylena is a media personality, Dylena Dixon. And she's the editor in chief of Gala's Diva Girls Daily, uh, it's a magazine all about uh, celebrities. So, she's a multicultural lifestyle. Uh, It's a multicultural lifestyle site. She also is the creator of the comedy series All About Eve, based on her real life experience as a celebrity and journalist. So, we have this show called Sexy Style. This is my fabulous co host. And we always invite one guest, a special guest. And tomorrow, every Wednesday, live on Facebook at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. So tomorrow we have Karol, no, Karol Ma- Maraj, that is Nicki Minaj's mother. Oh, wow. Yes, Nicki Minaj's mother is going to be with us. And I met her before at an event where we both were, um, were giving an award. Uh, we received an award for the work that we do with Domestic Violence Survivor because she has an organization as well where she's working with uh, helping domestic violence survivor because she's a survivor as well. So, mm. and she also came to me at for my event. So I am so excited about my show. Um, that should be great. And on Facebook, under which name should people look on the on Facebook? Luisa Diaz? Luisa Diaz TV is live tomorrow at 2 PM. Luisa Diaz TV. So, I uh, would love for invite everybody to watch it. It's it's usually a very like a, the style is like sitting with girlfriends and having a cocktail and talking about different things in in life. And tomorrow, oh, that sounds amazing! Tomorrow we are going to talk about passion, about confidence. Um, so it's going to be, and also we wanted to ask Carl, Maraj we want to ask her how she feel about being a grandmother since Nicki Minaj is yeah, pregnant right now she's pregnant yeah. yeah I read that she's pregnant exciting. so we wanted to ask that and uh, I don't know if she's going to share if it's a boy or it's a girl I don't think so <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you
0: never know. Give her, feed her some some mo- some extra mojitos or whatever it is that you're gonna drink.
1: We <laughs> <laughs> Zoom. We are in Zoom, you know, because of technology, because social distancing. So we have the show on Zoom. Okay. Okay. Yes. Great. This is awesome. Well, yeah. this.
0: This is definitely something I will check out. I would definitely follow and uh, promote you. And I'm, I'm crossing my fingers. I'm pretty sure that uh, someday I, I can already say I interview her, but I'd be so proud that you've been on back to basics. And I'm pretty sure that hopefully we'll have you here again.
1: Oh, I would love to. I would definitely love to. And we have so many other projects to talk about. About you, it's only as you said. We cannot spend the whole three hours here.
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll break it up and we may make make it uh, more interesting. And for sure, we'll have an episode about our beloved Venezuela. I want to say Viva Venezuela. That- and I'm very, very proud to have fellow Venezuelans like you that are, as you said, ambassadors for our country. We're an amazing country with amazing people. And it's really great to to see what, what we are achieving out in the world.
1: Yes. And que vivan las arepas. Eso, Repita. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and also, Leticia, uh, I just won- uh, yes, finished writing my second book, which uh, when it's out, we can talk about that, that book, but it is a sequence of sexy stylists. So how to bring those 10 sexy assets that lie within you into your relationship so you don't have to lose who you are. Oh, okay.
0: We'll do, we'll do one, one show on that one. Uh, sounds like a lot of people would appreciate that relationships and, and, and how to bring the sexy back. I think is always a popular yeah. subject, <laughs> uh,
1: how to bring, uh, no, how to use the sexy timeless assets that lie within you, you know, so without losing who you are, because usually sometimes we women get married, are in a relationship and we lose who we are. We lose our standards. We lose our boundaries. So I talk about the importance of having your standards and boundaries, girls. It's extremely important and it's very important to raise those, uh, to let know the other person that you have a standard and to raise your boundaries.
0: Fantastic. Well, it sounds definitely very, very interesting. And uh, I invite everybody to follow you on
1: social media. What's your handle if you want to share it? Yes, Luisa, uh, Luisa Diaz TV is an Instagram, Luisa Diaz TV, the same Twitter, the same Facebook, Luisa Diaz TV.
0: Awesome. Well Luisa, thank you so much. Best of luck and we'll follow your successes.
1: Gracias Leticia. Muchísimas gracias, Gracias a ti. Stay safety and timeless.
0: Uh, beautiful. <laughs> thank you. Okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And until the next time.